Yo, happy Hello. Monday. Start of a new week. Last week before half ten for me. Very nice. I feel I haven't seen you for like what two days, three days. What was it? Saturday. Was it Saturday night? Yeah, yeah Midland, Saturday night. Yeah, today's Monday, isn't it? So it's two nights ago. Yay! We're kind of getting towards the end of the mad month of May for gigs. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't think there's like much more. Like there's the very end of the, the Shires tour with Eric Pasley still going on. Jess and the Bandits have got a couple of dates, but they're over. That's pretty much it before we sort of roll into, you know, festival season of June, which is going to yeah, be. Buckle and Boots kicks off their, I think it's Sunday, they have their um, show in London as part of their songwriters round before it heads north again. So, yeah, that's Sunday in London. But, yeah, we kind of, we've come through it. Yeah. Unscathed. Have indeed come through unscathed. But we've, we've somehow managed to survive to week 14 of doing this randomness we're still going like, strong we are still going strong so like obvious number 14s um you know we could have gone with thierry Henry, but right now arsenal aren't winning anything so why change a habit of a lifetime uh spurs some kind of random ones joe rodon's the current one we had clinton and jai we had uh hasim gali we had um Lewis Holtby. Um Luke Modric would have been obviously highly, highly credible um as a 14 and obviously a lot better than Thierry, not as prolific. But um you you've got a you've got a good one. Well yeah, so Fulham my Fulham ones was Steve Malbronk. That was always a good one in those early oh, premiership years. But I'm taking over this week's one. I'm kind of I'm vetoing yeah. Jamie on this week. Well, I don't even like you. I've seen the picture of the guy and I don't know who it is. You have no idea who he is. So, no. if you don't know at the minute, basically, if you don't follow um, kind of Brett Kissel or Dan Davidson, it is a big hockey game going on in Alberta in Canada. So, it's Calgary against Edmonton at the minute. And kind of Calgary is probably there, one of their all time number 14s is Theo Fleury. So, he won the Stanley Cup with them in one of his early years in 89. Um, was kind of assistant captain and captain. He won hockey gold with Canada in 2002. So, yeah, so he's my definitely my number 14. And it's, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful setup as a link to talk about. I've done well because done we have so a special well. guest this week. We have indeed. So, talking about Calgary Flames and wonderful magic that comes from that great city in Alberta. Uh, on Friday, I had a catch up with um, a f someone that's been a friend of mine for quite a few years and stuff. One of my favorite artists to talk to. We're so excited she's coming back over here and stuff. So, we are very pleased that for episode 14, if you're listening to us in the audio pretense, also, the video pretends, but you won't see her. But you'll see a bit. You'll just see a picture coming up on your screen instead of our lovely faces. You'll get some, something far nicer to look at than the pair of us, uh, because we are very, very lucky to be joined by Lindsay L. Okay, over to Jamie and Lindsay. We go. So for episode fourteen of Podding Nonsense. Brought to you by Country in the UK. It's so fitting as a title. Uh, we are joined by a very, well, I say an old friend of mine. It's, it's sad to say we're old, but, you know, 
Lindsay Al, it's so lovely to see you again. It's so good to see you and we're so excited uh, for you coming back later at the back end of summer. Uh, we've obviously talked about it in a kind of written piece that's going to come out, but uh, so you're going to be playing some shows with Cadillac Free and then playing at Long Road as well. I'm so excited to get back to the UK and tour with the Cadillac Free as well as play the Long Road for the very first time. I have had so much anticipation about this festival and um, it, it's going to be like Christmas morning. I'm, I'm counting down the dates. <laughs> And like we've obviously got new music on the way, but the other thing you've been busy is with with Canada's Got Talent, where you know you know it's obviously a wonderful experience. You know, I saw Simon Cowell was involved in the finale. Uh, Howie Mandel was involved as well. But it's like you know, one of the other people that was a judge in there is someone that was a big part of my growing up. Like kind of a lot of people, kind of in our sort of age. And, you know, Trish Stratus. You know, just an absolute. You know, like sort of pioneer for like you know women in sports entertainment and things and all the sort of things she's done it must have been great to kind of hang with her it's been so incredible to host my first national tv show ever and yes be able to to hang out with the likes of simon he's simon is so sweet and was wonderful to have at our finale howie mandel i i've looked at up at him like an older brother he's kind of taken me under his wing and it's just been so so knowledgeable about the TV industry and, and it's so funny in real life. And yet Trish Stratus is just a force to be reckoned with. She's so strong and so sweet. I mean, she totally is like the mom of all of us um, judges and, and CGT crew. Um, but yeah, when I like look back on pictures of, of just such a role model she was as a woman in the sports industry, um, it's, it's just wild to hear some of her stories, like coming up being a woman athlete, you know, and and um, the the trials and tribulations that a, a woman needs to go through to be able to stand proud on that stage. And she's just such an inspiration, and I'm grateful to to be able to to call her my sister and um, and to be able to work alongside her. But um, but yeah, kudos to all women athletes out there. My goodness. <laughs> and kind of sticking down the sort of sport route like um i know obviously calgary's kind of your sort of neck of the woods and stuff so i'm guessing it's you know flames are going pretty well looking how things were had the good win against edmonton so is yes. so is yes. it is it still i know you live in nashville and things now are you still like full-on calgary or when like or say when the preds play the flames how do you feel like in those sort of times Growing up in Calgary was definitely a hockey town, um, so I, I'm a Flames fan at heart and still am a Flames fan. It's nice moving from a hockey town to a hockey town because there's still the appreciation for yeah. the sport. Um, if the Preds play the Flames, like I still cheer for the Preds, I go to lots of Preds games, but yeah. if the Preds play the Flames, I would cheer for the Flames. I mean, hometown, always. Yeah. I also love um, you know, American football. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I cheer for the Minnesota Vikings. So that was, um, see, it's they, almost as if you knew what my next question was going to be. Because I'd sort of thought in the back of my mind that it's like, I remember you sort of like seeing something. Because that, that your, your brother's a big fan of the Vikings. Is that right? Very good, Jimmy. Yeah, my brother's a huge Vikings fan, as well as a Raptors fan. Like, I'd say I do love hockey, but probably I love basketball and football. Uh, American 
football the most just because I grew up with them. Yeah. Um, but it's been kind of cool to, to live in Nashville because we just got our first soccer team. Yeah. And we just built a new stadium. We're playing at the game in a few days, actually. Oh, so, nice. Um, I'm, I'm so excited to be able to, like, to really show love and appreciation for that sport in my hometown. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be cool to see, you know, the love for that develop in Nashville. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time to hang. Uh, and we're really looking forward to you coming back to see us because it's been, like we said before, it's been so long. Um, obviously, Right On Time's kind of out now. We're going to have new, more new music kind of on the way and things. And we can't wait to have you back because we love you and we miss you so much, Linz. Jamie, I love you and miss you so much. I cannot wait to see you soon. I cannot wait. So thank you very much to Lindsay for joining us and Jamie for actually keeping an interview on point there. That's it, was, it was pretty structured. We, we've kind of got a more kind of extended sort of written piece that's going to be coming. But, you know, we, we talked kind of a little bit more detail about CGT, talking about kind of, you know, Canadian artists and kind of her sort of journey spending time over here because she was one of probably one of the first, you know, tranche of artists that came over 2013 was when she actually first came over so you know nine years ago now when she opened up for the band perry on their tour runs and also we we also sort of talked about she's actually recently announced that she's going to be playing a show with kimberly reed and neil coming up during the summer so we talked about that which is super super cool and obviously we sort of hyped up the fact that she's going to be opening for the cadillac free and coming back to Long or coming to Long Road for the first time, where she's going to be playing with full band uh, in the UK. Which, even though she's been over here so much and kind of done C to C and things, it will be her first sort of big festival sort of appearance, kind of on a on a huge stage with full band. So we're super super excited about that. And also, we had a kind of bit more news in regards to Long Road this week. So they may or last week it came on Friday. Sort of forget what day it is as we sort of alluded at the start, but um, they announced that some other favourites from C2C that kind of made their first trip this year to make the whole festival now even more global as Mitch and Tom from Seaforth getting are going to be um, joining joining us all uh, at the back end of August. So hopefully You're just counting down to another interview with them, aren't you, really, now? Well, hopefully they'll have some dates of their own as well. So obviously they're going to be playing that. So that's, you know, it's really great. I think they'll be fantastic additions to that festival. I think a lot of people will be looking forward to what they'll sort of bring onto stage there. And, and the best thing of all about Seaforth is, if you don't know Charlotte, she's kind of works with, asked for a bit of photography. She works quite a lot with Countryline as well. She is like the Seaforth fangirl. Is she really? She does girl for Seaforth. So when I met them in Berlin, I got I kind of recorded a video shout out for her. So yeah, and then she obviously got to meet them this year. So yeah, she's slightly looking forward to it. She was very happy when I spoke with her on Sunday night about that announcement as well, because yeah, she is a bit of a fangirl for Seaforth. Nice. And we've had a couple of other bits of news with some of the other festivals as well. Um, we saw uh georgie from tennessee fields when we were out at the weekend obviously things are going really well kind of getting ready towards that uh that can't be too far off is that july i want to say july 16th yeah my first day of summer middle of july so yeah, july. um 
firstly, we think there may be some more news in regard to a lot of the lineup and stuff coming at some point. Uh, but also they announced over the last couple of days that there, if you camp at Tennessee Fields, they do kind of like a campus brunch on a Sunday. So there's kind of nothing on the main stage on a Sunday, but they have like a like a breakfast and they have a band that kind of plays like uh, kind of nicely acoustic as a sort of thing. And they've got Tennessee Twin playing at Tennessee Fields for the Sunday. So not to get confused with one and the other. Now, just remember one thing I saw about Long Road talking of camping. Long Road are going to let you drive. They're basically going to let you pitch and park. Oh, really? Park right next to your pitching. Yeah, you can park right next to your... I think that not everyone can do that. That's kind of like an option you can take on, I guess, where you park and stuff. Okay, cool. I wish Black... I hadn't seen them do before. I wish Black Deer would do something like that because Black Deer, the trip from the car park to the site, is a mission. And it's up a hill. Yeah, well, to be fair, that's the only flaw that festival has. And obviously, Black Deer is going to come around very quickly. And kind of after we've got through uh, the festival that we're going to preview next weekend and kind of have been there and done that, we'll kind of get on talking about Black Deer. So obviously very excited about seeing Wilco in a Dead South and Cam and Van Morrison and James and Jake Bug and Melda May and kind of so many wonderful people. But the festival that comes before that is uh, less than, t- well, about a week and a half now. It so is a week kind of now as you think it starts on the bank holiday Thursday, doesn't it? So it starts that Jubilee Thursday. So we're so, going to head yeah. up to Stockport to the land of very close to Tim Horton's territory. We will be stopping. There is going to be say, some Tim Horton like, spam on Thursday. It's an obvious detour to kind of go there. I know uh, where it is. Do I, do I not tell you, on my way home last time, I did drive into Stockport purposely to find Tim Horton. So I do know where it is. Winner. But... So, that is obviously not the only thing that people will be excited about at Buckland Boots game, Tim Hortons. But also they have... Well, yeah, a lot of people are going to be very excited to see that Ashley Campbell and Ford Jensen have been added to the lineup. Uh, Ashley had kind of announced she's obviously been doing the kind of vacancy records tour that's kind of kind of been going around recently, but also her sort of own tour so she looks like she's gonna be here for quite a while and she's been added to be playing at Buckland Boots but unfortunately we've also heard as a result that Julia Cole is not going to be able to make it which we are absolutely gutted about obviously thrilled that Ashley's going to be there playing but um hopefully that Julia is going to be able to come back and see us at some point kind of later in the year and stuff um, yeah, because we caught her when it was the Pizza Express night, wasn't it? Which was yeah, a great night. Was, yeah, it was really cool show with Alyssa, there, didn't you? with Alyssa Bonagura. So that was yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, like a few other sort of bits of toy news kind of around there. Uh, if you're going to be seeing Russell Dickerson later on this year, he's going to be having Breland joining him. That's going to go down well. That is going to be such a good night. So where any that, wherever any of those shows are and things, you definitely don't want to miss that at all. I think the London ones at Electric Ballroom. So that'll be really cool. It's a rat, like interesting menu because it's not some way we you know tend to sort of go for country gigs and stuff, and it's so that'll be cool. Uh and talking about kind of interesting venues for booking and things, uh Priscilla Block has also announced dates around her appearance at Long Road as well, where her London show was booked for the Lexington. Um and it seemed to sell out in like less than two seconds for that gig really really small room so if you've managed to get tickets for that you are super super lucky because uh, that's obviously going to be a lot of fun she won a lot of fans during c2c 
um, and she's going to win even more during this little trip over. Yes, I, they, surely they could add a second date, you think. If they're doing a small venue, it was, we've got to be talking less than hours for it to have sold out, wasn't it, surely? Oh, it was minutes. It genuinely was minutes. Like, cause the room's like, probably 200 capacity, I think, is what that is. Yeah. So it kind of went so, so quick. No, if we um, do hear of a second date, we will let yeah. you all know as soon as we know. But yeah, you would think surely they can sneak yeah. in a... It's quite nice that we're seeing some sort of like different venues. It's not everyone's playing Shepherd's Bush as it was before. I, I like Shepherd's Bush. You know, when sort of the other week sort of talked about it's like, don't play this venue because I don't like it. <laughs> That's well, we had that we had that stint where Omira was like the go-to place, didn't we? That was for a while. Yeah. It and... seems to go through phases of where everyone's gonna play. Yeah, well it's, things are kind of getting a little bit easier because I when I was coming back from yeah, I want to say I want to say Midlands. It was on Saturday when I walked back. So I walked back to St Pancras, kind of down through Camden, and like Coco was heaving. So it's really, really great that that's back open. Uh, it's been shut for a long time, even before the pandemic. Um, so kind of fantastic that we've got kind of one of those sort of size venues coming back, which will make a huge difference for things coming. Cause it's a bit, I love Coco um, as a venue and things, and like. I, been a, become a big fan of the Roundhouse. Like, I, you know, I, it was sort of a venue I didn't really sort of appreciate it and kind of remember it too much. But, you know, being there sort of three times in a space of, you know, two weeks was great. So Ashley McBride had Austin Jenks opening for her. Absolutely fantastic show. Brothers Osborne played there as well. And then, like we mentioned before, we were at Midland on, Midland on Saturday. Night that Saturday. was Midland. Yeah, it was like it was, you know, it was, you know, it was a really sort of good crowd and things. You know, they they, were, they of... had a crowd where I tell you, what, I could not work out who their target audience was. I think that's the thing. Well, I'm what I, what I kind of what I all, all and everything through, through the wonderful means of the book of the face and seeing a lot of kind of friends and stuff. That um, Mark is a is a big hit with the ladies. I think kind of has a huge amount for it. I sort of noticed he seemed to have developed a little bit of dad dancing towards the end of the kind of the set um, <laughs> and things. But they they were, you know, they were playing songs across like all three of their records and some stuff from Sonic Rhymes as well. Um, they did a couple of Springsteen covers. Uh, I like the first one they've done before. Um, the second one's a big song and, um, you know, I think if you... No, I, think they, I, think, I think the thing they underestimated was their exit song. Oh, they underestimate how much the English crowd will love their exit song. It, it worked perfectly. So they basically they didn't quite know what to do on stage, did they? I think they were kind of normally well, yeah, must they, be on stage they, like 30 they seconds. Of, they finished their set, came off for the encore, and they did a drinking problem. They did 14 gears. They did um, the Springsteen cover of Dancing in the Dark. They did Tom Petty, Mary Jane's last dance and then kind of when they sort of ended they just they didn't actually sing it but they just had like playing through the speaker sweet caroline which to a very very like oiled up london crowd is like absolutely perfect um and yeah so they just sort of lorded it up as they walked off stage they did, so i'm sure i'm sure normally they'd be on stage for 30 seconds do a bow and walk off but yeah the crowd just went so crazy for it i think mark was on for 
pretty much the entire song, wasn't he, in the end, I think, that it yeah. was not quite, I think, what they expected from it, because it's obviously a normal thing for them to do it, looking at the set list from across German, the German shows as well. Mm. But that was that was kind of like I so said, that was Saturday. We had like before that we had some sort of new music, a few little bits came out. Again, it's quite quiet at the minute, which is kind of natural as it will be, because a lot of people will be sort of going into their release cycle closer to CMA Fest, because obviously it's a more of a promotional tool for kind of how that festival kind of works with a lot of it. Um but we had a new song out from Katie Hurt over on this side of the Atlantic and also uh a great new track from Lainey Wilson, which is, you know, absolutely fantastic to hear that she's kind of leaning towards getting ready for that next project. And so Heart Like a Truck came out on Friday, which is this kind of sort of really, really strong, like vocal kind of almost like exposing, I suppose, is kind of the word to kind of describe kind of what it is like to sort of her sort of tagline as a comment about the song. It's a song about finding freedom in strength and not being afraid of your scars and bruises. So that's called Heart Like a Truck. And it's really lovely and obviously really excited to hear what else is coming from Lainey, you know, going forward through the rest of the year, because I'm sure there'll be some stuff and hopefully she'll come back and see us at some point too. Yeah, so Tyler Hubbard of Florida George Line, he's also now started releasing some music on his own. So he's released his first track called Five Foot Nine. So yeah, that one is out now. Elsewhere, Carrie Underwood has continued the build up to her new album with another release called She Don't Know. High Valley, minus one brother now, but they are still releasing music. So yeah, they had a new track out called Praying Woman. Um, who else have we got? We had Kanan Cox. I know he's got lots of followers over here. Steve Mokler was a name I haven't heard in a few years, it feels like. But he's come back with a track. And then the one that stood out to us this week is from um, another good friend of ours, Kenny Foster. He's someone we catch up with. It feels like every time he's over, I think we end up speaking with him. Yeah, he'll, he'll be absolutely delighted with the way the football went yesterday in the same way that I was. Yes, he is a big Spurs fan, isn't he? a big Spurs fan. So, yeah, so his track is an interesting one. It's called Lucky, and it's basically it's part of a kind of a national-based non-profit called Creative Vets, and they've teamed up with Big Machine to release um, a, tr new, a veteran-written track, and it's going to be released on the 20th of every month. And the idea is it pays tribute to 20 veterans or, and active duty members that commits suicide every day. So yeah, Kenny Foster's teamed up for the first release with that. And it kind of, I'm not, not sure if it's the first release, but yeah, Kenny Foster has joined that one with his track called Lucky. So yeah, that is our feature one for today's show. Yeah, and that's that. Nice, nice, swift, concise, organized, not too much sport talk for a change. For What are we going to do now? The football season's finished. I know. No it's like, you, you Hockey's going to an like, end. It is. It's like all in one is just ticking over. It's like World Cup year, so it should just not naturally be. Oh, we finished the Premier League, and it's like sort of going to get them ready for the. Oh no, we don't. Like we have to wait until you know November or whatever November. it is. Um, yeah, like I, I'd sort of my my short-lived fascination with basketball has become incredibly short-lived. Um, as I've sort of noticed, that it's like, yay, I'm now a Mavs fan, and it's like. I'm pretty much already at, yay, I wasn't interested in basketball in the first place. I'm 
not anymore either because they are really things are not going to plan for the Dallas Mavericks um, <laughs> whatsoever because the stars like did did the Flames put the Dallas Stars? No, so, yeah, so Flames are now two one. Yes, they beat Dallas in the first round, but they're now two one down to Edmonton in the second round. But it is best of seven, so it's Edmonton again tomorrow night, and it's definitely back to Calgary for Game Five. Hopefully, there's a Game Six. Yeah. If it goes to Game Seven, it's going to be carnage because that will be about middle of next week. So I may be awake on a campsite. I don't know what day Game Seven is, but if it's Friday morning, I'll be awake on a campsite at three AM watching ice hockey. What? I was trying to look for what channel it's on. What channel is the, What channels the ice hockey games on over here? Uh, it's on one called Premier Sport. Okay, I was looking through like all the BT and the ESPN channels and like Sky. Yeah, no, they sometimes have it. I think sometimes it goes on to. Um, BT Sports seem to nab one. Mm. But yeah, no, not always. So, oh. What have we got playing? I don't know. I was, I was checking the dates of the hockey and an advert started. And you got a random advert appear. Look at that. There you go. But yeah, so that's been episode 14. Uh, thanks to Lindsay for coming to, you know, hang out and, you know, wanting to be a part of it. Uh, we will and... want to get a non Canadian guest on. Well, because well, we could well we had Alan like at one. Oh, point. we did have Alan, yeah, true. So, so three guests, two Canadians. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm sure that like because uh, next week we're going to be previewing Buckle and Boots for episode fifteen, episode sixteen. Um, <laughs> well, we'll episode gonna... sixteen could be filmed. The plan is right now it's going to be filmed live on location somewhere. Yeah, probably in the middle of a field or. Just well, sat in front of my car. Oh, well, maybe, what maybe I think we'll have to happen is I think, I think we'll have to record it in little pieces and stuff because there's like when I was speaking to Laura, like when like just before Christmas, we were sort of talking. It's like it's like the phone signal is not the best up at the farm. Uh, <clears throat> so I think we might have. We, well, I suppose it helps us then because we can just sort of chat more with other people and kind of piece piece a, a masterpiece together. Even yeah, more so. Good post buckle and boots slash road trip because we are heading up. driving up together. This could be heading fun. up on the Thursday, which is going to be fun. And then we're leaving Sunday night because we both will be back in London first thing Monday morning. Yep. So that's going to be fun. But so, gonna, well, yeah, not not the getting up first thing on a Monday morning, but the whole weekend is going to be fun. And obviously, we're we're excited to see everybody. You know. Carl and Gary and Jan and Laura, they've obviously done a great job as always getting things going. If you're not following them on their socials, uh, definitely do because they're kind of showing you all the things that they've been getting up to. There is a bus. There I is a bus. I'm fascinated about the bus. Enough that, like everybody else is, I really hope they took onto account my feedback from last year about <laughs> the one thing I wanted, um, which if you don't understand the context of saying why there are no mirrors in the bloke's toilet, does sound a little bit odd. Um, but and the, the cup looks quite cool. They showed the cup on their socials as well. That looks yeah. Quite the cool. cups are, the cups always look really good in terms of like what they do. But this one looks like equally equally cool. So that's obviously going to be kicking off on a week on Thursday with John and Christy uh, from American Young. They're going to be hosting Thursday. There's kind of like a jubilee celebration type thing during a day on Friday. 
and then kind of the the festival itself kicks off with the acoustic round which you know, gary will be hosting i guess um who else who else would it be to open buckland boots so who else would anybody no, right than gary quinn no we're looking forward to that one and i say we'll give you even more details as much as we know next, next week thank you very much thank you to Lindsay l and we'll see you next time see you later